You're listening to another episode of SID the Tech Ecosystem, a podcast bringing you fun and insightful topics about tech and its ecosystem in Nigeria. As usual, I'm Chuka, and I'm joined by Emmanuel. Hey, Emmanuel. Hey, guys. What's up? How you doing? Yeah, we're okay. We're good. How are you? How's your life been since the last time we recorded? I'm good. Life is getting much better. Oh, really? I, yeah. I traveled home and I've been with my oh. family and it's been oh, really nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. Family time. Is Played ball with my, my brother and my sister. And went to a couple of places. Continue my guitar nice. lessons. and you're the, you're the last born, right? That's pretty much it. I'm the last child, yes. <laughs> <laughs> same thing oh <laughs> uh, yeah guys like you cannot wait to see Emmanuel play the guitar like he's making insane progress and it's actually really really impressive yeah and he's it's documenting his I... learning as well okay yeah yeah alright so today's episode is a little bit different from our normal previous episodes but we felt like it's a topic we needed to have a conversation about and that is stereotypes. We probably already know what stereotypes are. But for people who need a better explanation, stereotypes are usually like a conception or a strong opinion a group of people have about a certain person or a certain group of people, probably based on their looks or what they do or where they come from, their origin story or whatnot. So. A lot of stereotypes. If we were talking about some stereotypes in Nigeria, we'd say something like Igbo men like money. <laughs> yes, that's actually a perfect example of a stereotype in Nigeria. And I am not going to dive into it because obviously everybody likes money, but I think Nigerians have single handedly excluded Igbo men and said, yes, Igbo men love money the most. And that's why in a lot of our Nollywood movies, we see Igbo men doing ritual and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, that's <laughs> an example of a stereotype. Imano, please give me one example of stereotype you know, like um, a popular one that we have in Nigeria. That's your back like Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, that's actually a very intense stereotype. And that's really very funny to me because I've met a lot of Yoruba people. I don't like Pepe. Even I don't me, like I'm Pepe. Person, I, like, <laughs> I like Pepe more than a lot of Yoruba people I know. So it's usually crazy. But yeah, those are stereotypes. So what Emmanuel and I are going to be doing today is um, we're going to be mentioning a few stereotypes that exist in the tech system. And I guess from our conversation, you guys will be able to decide if we agree with some of these stereotypes or not. And in most cases, stereotypes are totally wrong. Like, they are, don't stereotype anybody because you have to experience that person firsthand or the group of people firsthand before. Don't just listen to what every other person is saying and say, oh, this is how they are and that is what they do. No, I think you should give people a chance to actually show themselves and, you know, prove to you who they are and what they actually do and what their life is about. Don't just put people in a box. So 
yeah. that's why we're having this conversation today and we're going to be discussing a little bit of some very common and popular stereotypes that we have in tech. All right, so I'm going to go first. Stereotype one, and this one is actually very popular and it still pisses me off to this day because this is 2020 and this stereotype is still something that a lot of people still carry on their head like wildfire. So let's just discuss this. Women in tech, the fact that women okay. cannot be in tech or if women are in tech, they can't have great roles or um, have great responsibilities assigned to them. And it's just crazy. Another crazy one is women don't do serious work in tech. Or maybe, in fact, let me never mention <laughs> what I've heard. But it's usually very crazy. Like, if a woman does something in tech, you hear people say, oh, wow, she's a woman. Oh, okay, cool. And just like, uh, young man, calm down. Uh, this lady probably has a lot more experience and she's probably more skilled than you are. But yeah, something I think we need to talk about. So, Imano. Yeah. What do you think? I think you said most of most of it because I I think generally or from from experience, mm-hmm. I notice that people usually have lower expectations for women in tech. Yeah. Which is really yeah. bad. Yeah. Because it's just like it's just like assuming that oh this guy is not going to do something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Right from the start, when you've never even seen the person do anything, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's really bad. It's bad for the for the tech system, really, because mm-hmm. a lot of ladies, a lot of women who have skills that who have potentials and who even have skills are looked down upon, and mm-hmm. like the tech system is just like losing losing out on those talents you get. So yeah, I think it's really bad because I mean, this is twenty twenty in the first mm-hmm. in the first place. There are a lot of movements that, including that, are trying to bring in more women in tech. Exactly. And for you in 2020 to still have this mentality, yeah. it's trash, actually. Trash. Yeah. Total trash. Yeah. I think it still boils down to misogyny. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of movement, I know of a few. She quotes yeah. Africa Women in Tech. That's Google Women Tech Makers, WTM. And these movements yeah. are actually doing everything they can because. I feel like the more women we have in tech, I think this mentality would kind of be reduced a little bit because yeah. I've been to meetups where it was just like one or two women that attended and it's crazy. It's like everywhere, just guys, 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 yeah. men, 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 men. Tech bros. So yeah, I think it's something that we should actually pay attention to. We should apply some more emotional intelligence when trying to talk about women in tech. Women can actually do really crazy and insane stuff and any woman in tech most of the time they actually work their ass off and they actually deserve to be there and that's why i kind of get pissed where you see someone um put up a job posting or maybe a conference or something and say oh it's just for women and then you see men crying under <laughs> under the comment <laughs> section crying like ah no why just women guys should always be able to participate i'm Calm down. We always have like countless, endless events for us. So like, let's just let them have this one. Yeah, you get so just to like get them encouraged to get into tech and stay in tech. So yeah, let's try and not underestimate skills. Right. So 
stereotype programmers can hack. So this stereotype is 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 largely because of movies. <laughs> the media has painted programmers as people who just type a bunch of commands on their terminal and then things just happen. Mm-hmm. So generally, people always think, okay, because a programmer is looking like a hacker from a movie, then he's definitely hacking. Let's say you're typing. <laughs> and funny enough, most of the time they see some guys like <laughs> write code. Let's say you're writing HTML. For God's sake, you're writing HTML and someone yeah. thinks you're hacking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you can hack with HTML, but not like you spend your whole day sitting down HTML trying to hack. But yeah, that's a stereotype. People always yeah. think programmers can hack. Yeah. But no what's funny. If you think programmers can hack, and in 2020, there are so many programmers, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you be, be afraid of what future we're going into if every programmer can hack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's just a stereotype. We would have solved our problem a long time ago, yeah? As in, but I'm thinking, but this stereotype isn't really, isn't so bad. And yeah. It's not so bad like that. But Is that actually not so serious? Because some programmers yeah. can hack. Few programmers can hack. <laughs> I would say few because when when I say hack, I mean actual hacking, not like uh, trying to fix some small small yeah. stuff. I mean like real hacking where you actually sit down, look at the system, and try and try some penetration testing and all that yeah. actual hacking kind of stuff. So yeah, and it's not as if, and I, and I think it's not as if um, programmers cannot hack if they don't learn to. Just mm-hmm. that programming is different from hacking. So that's that's mm-hmm. just it. Emmanuel is actually very right. And I think we mentioned this in one of our previous episodes where one of the misconceptions that a lot of us got when we first started coding was, oh, can you hack? Can you hack? Can you hack? And yes, the question <laughs> just kept on coming and coming and coming. So I laugh yeah. in HTML. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a stereotype. Let's let's be let's know what we're doing. All right, stereotype yeah. three. And I'm sure my designers listening to this would be excited that I decided to bring this into the limelight. Exactly. Design is easy. That's a stereotype. I think in the tech ecosystem currently, we've actually seen a huge rise in design, like in the design, design space. Yeah. Like a lot of people have actually started going into design and companies these days are trying to hire designers and stuff. And I think it's actually very important, actually very crucial because yeah. Design is like, is the presentation of whatever product you're doing, yeah? So like, if you yep. have a great design, that's like what most customers see first. That's what they say initially. So design should yeah. actually be something that speaks about your product in a lot of ways. So when people say design is easy, it's not just mix color and then write text. <laughs> <laughs> I asked a design friend how she reacts to some of these words, like design is easy. And um, there's stuff I can't really see on the podcast, so I'm just not going to repeat it. <laughs> but she didn't take it lightly. It's something a lot of designers do not like and do not appreciate. So if you're one of those people that go around saying, what is in design? Is it not just to, is it not just to, please, I think you should try doing design first and then saying, yeah. That should, that should do it. Design. Yeah. And I think design is very underestimated like mm-hmm. a lot in the Nigerian tech ecosystem because 
a lot of people just want to hire front-end developers or mobile app mm-hmm. developers and just want them yeah. to be the one to come up with all the UI and everything. The I fact see. is that design, if design is lacking, it's going to be evident in the final product. Exactly. And people may think that design is just, you know, putting boxes and colors and some text exactly. here and there. Design is more than that. I was speaking to a designer friend the other day. Actually, wanted to hire a, the work of a UI, UX designer at my company. Okay. And okay. when the person started talking about what it involved, I was like, Omo, so work plenty <laughs> like this. <laughs> so that's like, there's a lot of work that goes into real design, not mm-hmm. mediocre design. Design requires research, requires findings, requires understanding the market you're building for, like a lot yeah. of things that people don't remember. People just yeah. think you just go online, get some templates and edit. doesn't yeah. work that way. So That's true. design is not easy. That's true. I, yeah. I feel like you can really tell the difference between something that had a proper designer, like a product that had a proper designer work on it and one that everybody just said, okay, um, we'll see how it goes, you know, just vibes. <laughs> so yeah, you could vibes actually tell the because sometimes <laughs> you finish the product and your product may not even be that great, but then you hear comments like, oh my God, the design is so fly. The design is so nice. So yeah, yeah design is actually very important. And to all the designers that are doing a great job out there, you guys keep doing what you're doing. You guys are awesome. All right. Yep. Stereotype number four. Yeah. Nigerian tech people are rude. <laughs> so this one Imano, is in this a stereotype or is it true? So <laughs> I, I, I would like to believe that right now I think it's a stereotype because it's the people that would say this are people who don't expect us to have some kind of don't expect us to have the respect we currently have. Hmm. You get. Okay. So I'm what I mean is that, for instance, they place respect on particular professions, right? But mm-hmm. when they talk about tech, they always feel like we're we're being spoiled or that we're being lucky in a way. So mm-hmm. therefore, whenever we talk with, whenever we talk the same level of those that they respect, they feel we are being rude. You get, mm-hmm. like for instance, when someone says, "Okay, I'm going to charge you this amount for this website or for this design or for whatever," right? The person that you're talking to is probably thinking, "Why are you being so rude? How much? Why would I pay <laughs> such a large amount for this small thing that you want to build for me?" So that's, in a way, a fault of the the person that thinks that we're rude. Yeah. I, I won't say we're completely, I won't say tech guys or tech are people perfect. are the most, yeah. yes, I won't say they're the most, um, what we call it now? Polite. The most humble, humble people or polite yeah. people, but yeah. definitely, yeah. like, you can't just, like, get all of us inside one basket and say we're all rude. It doesn't work that way. So mm. I think it's a stereotype. Mm. I think you have a point, actually. So basically, like we mentioned earlier, stereotypes are like this general conception that people have of other people or of a particular person. So saying Nigerian devs are rude, I've come across Nigerian devs are very humble, humble to the core. And then I've come across Nigerian tech people that are not so much very humble or whatnot. So yeah, I always say this. Instead of stereotypes, don't just assume. Try to experience um, that person's behavior or that person about who he is or who she is. All right. Yeah. Okay. Stereotype number five. 
this one is for all my project managers out there. <laughs> so this one is project managers are villains. <laughs> all right. Oh well. So, both technical and non-technical project managers or villains. I I want to say what do you have to say for yourself? But since we don't have any one of them on the show right now, we're going to speak for them. All right. So I had a conversation mm-hmm. with a friend who he's a technical project manager. That means he writes some code sometimes. And all of that. And <laughs> and um, he told me he was with a friend one time who is also a dev or a son technical kind of writes code or whatnot. And then I think they met up with that person's friend and the person asked them, Oh, what does he do? He said, Oh, I'm a project manager. And then the friend looked to his other friend and said, Why are you rolling with the feds? <laughs> <laughs> So basically, we've turned project managers to be these people that, oh, they probably have no idea or can't understand any of the work I'm doing. And they're either going to slow me down or just waste my time. So I don't want to have any conversation. I don't want to have to engage with these friends. <laughs> so like, we just I'm try not to, about that. We just try to, we just try to dismiss whatever they say and all of that because I think there's a general description we use for project managers i think you've seen this on twitter when they say something like tweet like a project manager and you see hopper yeah (laughs) that hopper sends (laughs) it sends chills down your spine yeah you in your heart you know (laughs) that you have not completed your task (laughs) so please is this a fault of project managers or the people in question that's people that the project manager is managing how or how do you okay what's your perception about this? I think that project managers in a way have a lot more to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think that on the other hand, the people that project managers are managing, uh they don't give project managers any slack. So <laughs> for them to find a balance, people okay. always that there are people that have this opinion that former programmers or ex-programmers are the best project managers. And I think I agree. Maybe 99%. Oh, wow. In a way. So someone who transitions from programming or from from actual, from programming, designing, or whatever kind of tech work into mm-hmm. project management, I think has a better relationship with people he's work, he or she is working with, right? Mm-hmm. So because... You need to have some idea of what someone is doing. Yeah. Like in other industries, for instance, I don't think they put managers who have no experience in a seat. Hmm. Like let's say in a bank, for instance, they don't. Um, they won't um, hire someone that now. has. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> let me be careful here. What, what I mean by experience, I, I mean relation. Let me just be blunt. From my own experience and from what I've heard from people. A lot of project managers are people who are fresh from from school or don't have much experience, mm-hmm. right? So they mm-hmm. probably just come in and think the project management is about pushing people to finish their task on time. And mm-hmm. I think they get it wrong yeah. at that point because yeah. human beings are human beings for a reason. They're not they're not robots. Yeah. Like you can't tell me, okay, you start the project on first of September and you finish it twentieth of September. In fact, mm. I will tell you I will finish it before, but doesn't mean I'm going to finish it. Like, <laughs> so, so you, 
they need to have more understanding of how tech work works because yeah. if they don't, they just continue to be a battle between the project manager and the people that they manage. Yeah. I think that's my own take. Okay. So what about on the side of the people that are being managed? Shouldn't they try and speed up their work sometimes? So, yes, so people that are being managed, in a way, I think for us, I'm not sure we can do much because the the I think the way the hierarchy of of jobs are placed in some organizations, it feels like the project manager is above the developers and the designers and mm. creative guys. Mm. So if that mentality can be shifted such that you are you are you are in a form of rapport with your project manager, it's not mm. like someone that you when when the person arrives, they're like, oh guy. We've not finished yeah. our project. You get yeah. it's more of okay, project manager. Uh, I know we set deadlines, but yeah. we couldn't finish because of these technical problems. And then the project manager replies, "Oh, okay, I understand. Um, okay. What can we do to make this better? Not that. Remember, we have a deadline. All these yeah. kind of things. You get okay. if both parties can come together and say there are, there are a lot of great program managers in Nigeria mm-hmm. and obviously outside the country. Mm-hmm. I think." People that are just entering project management should take their time to look for those great guys, mm-hmm. those great people that know the and work very well, and reach out to them and ask, yeah, learn from them. Because honestly, I don't think you can continue this way from the way <laughs> things are looking. Because those jokes yeah. that people throw around about project managers is they're not actual jokes, so they're shades. Ah, uh, almost. <laughs> they're well, shades. So. Yeah. so I think you actually have a strong point, like. Um, project managers actually have to do better. So I think this is this is a stereotype that we kind of sided. <laughs> and they try to defend. I'm happy to side though. It's okay. I can't. Okay. I can't. It's can't okay. disappoint my guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to stereotype six. So stereotype six, tech is only for young people. Hmm. Hmm. So in. So this one is tricky because obviously I think everybody should agree on this, that young people have an advantage in tech because they are young and they have a form, they, are, they have some form of free time to, you know, learn things aggressively. Right. But tech yeah. is not only for young people. It's not only for young people. Mm-hmm. And I think this stereotype comes because people always think in tech, the only things you can do are, Maybe having to type in a computer, having to code, having to design, yeah. or one of the three things: design, code, or anything else. You get. <laughs> there are more things that <laughs> I don't remember that. So there are more things that are in tech, like a lot. There are a lot of things in tech, oh, yeah, like, there are a lot of that we don't even know. Yeah, yeah. So if you say tech is only for young people because you think only young people can have the time to write code or can learn code, or can yeah. design. I think yeah. you're limiting people. You're limiting the scope of tech. That yeah. Way. yeah. Um, I actually had this guy once say to a friend of mine, he said, once you're 21, you should not even bother. Don't bother learning how to code. And, like, and uh, almost, I was shocked, though, because just the way you said, because people think tech is for just uh, code and design and whatnot, there are actually a million and one opportunities in tech. There are actually a lot, and it's not, you can't even, there are even some that are not currently in our tech ecosystem. There are opportunities that don't even currently exist in our tech ecosystem, but yeah. they are in tech. So 
the guy was like, you should not bother to, we are just wasting time. That something you should have started since we were 15 years old or 10 years old. So that really threw me off because I've seen great devs on Twitter, like tech leads and managers and stuff. And some of them say they started coding in their 30s. Someone even said 40s. Uh And I was really impressed. I was like, wow, that's actually really dope. So telling someone, uh, if you are already 20 or 21, don't bother. Go and look for something else. Go and fire a car or something. That was just weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stereotype number seven. This is, I think this one's a pretty popular one, but we're going to emphasize it for the people that always feel, oh, no, this is not for me. Okay, getting into tech from another career path that um, probably you don't have a CS degree or a software engineering degree or whatnot. Now, I know you've heard a lot of people say this, like this is actually because I know I see questions on Quora where they go, oh, I don't have a CS degree. Can I do this and this? Imano, you know, questions on Quora are actually, you actually find some of the weirdest questions on Quora. But we're yeah. not getting it. <laughs> we're not going to get into that today. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, seeing things like, uh, I don't have a CS degree. Do you think I can succeed in tech and stuff like that? It's actually... I think those questions are not actually weird questions. I think they are real questions that people usually don't say out loud. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, these days, I kind of feel like, in fact, the importance of the CS... I mean, don't get me wrong. A CS degree is very important, right? It's like you can't downplay the importance of a CS degree. But I feel like the tech space has become more lenient with it. I mean, yeah, you, Elon Musk is out here saying stuff like, I don't care about your degree. <laughs> Do you have, you have skill and stuff? So, yeah, basically, if you're listening and you don't have a computer science degree or any other related field, I think that shouldn't stop you from getting into tech. I know a lot of people will look down on people that do not have a CS degree or any other degree related to computer science. But like, I don't think, I don't think it's that much of a big deal. There are really amazing people that don't have any of these degrees and they're doing really awesome. People have transitioned from some of the weirdest career paths. And that just goes to show you how welcoming tech is. So, yeah. yeah. So right. stereotype eight, stereotype eight, stereotype you must eight. be a nerd to be in tech. You must be a nerd in tech. <laughs> you must, yeah. Are you not a nerd? I sometimes <laughs> I, cause, so I think, I, <laughs> so I think to be, I think the definition of a nerd or being a nerd is, should, should change with time, right? So maybe mm. some years back, maybe being a nerd was actually correctly the actual way people think about nerds, like the ones in the movies where all they want mm. to do is just sit there alone and wear glasses and soft math. Mm. I think generally the whole world is changing a lot and yeah. even nerds are changing. So the nerd today may be the type who wants to, I don't know, I think nerds too have evolved over time and <laughs> are not just the same like we used yeah. to have. For instance, yeah. My own type of nerdiness is that I like to, I like to learn things like mm. outside my, my, 
my should I say my scope or work. Like for instance, I'm learning how to play the guitar, right? Yeah. That's something I wouldn't do normally, right? So mm-hmm. I like to explore skills that people say, ah, this skill is fun or this skill is hard. But I like to learn them, right? Manu's, That's my type of nerd. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, but not a website share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so but I think being in tech, you don't have to be a nerd at all. Like there are a lot of people that they only they're only in tech because of work or like once it's mm. five o'clock and they're done work, <laughs> as in they switch. Like immediately, you never believe that this guy off can your, code or this girl mic, can code or like for real, but, man. Like yeah. man, it's just it's just the way it is. Because generally, is 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 I think it's safe to just have this idea that uh, tech people are nerds. Mm. Like it's just the normal like trajectory people have. But the fact that things are changing, you should mm. factor that in. Like, you don't have to be a nerd. In fact, anyway, let me not stretch it. <laughs> you don't want to digress, Abby. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I, so for I you, like, do you think do you think it's a stereotype? Yeah, I, I actually think it's a stereotype because me right now, I'm in tech, like, I'm headfirst, knee deep into tech, and some people just assume that I don't have a life outside tech. I mean, I play basketball when I was in school. I was part of a drama group. Like I used to act. Um, well, is that you used is to. that everything about my life? <laughs> until you started, until well, started yeah, writing code. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually, I actually do have like other hobbies, like things I'm actually really interested in, and it's not just code, 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 or tech, 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 tech. even though that's like a huge part. Are we shading those that what actually I... love to code? No, only, I am like, not, I'm not shading those that actually do tech, 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 but in my own opinion, eh, I would rather have a conversation with someone that has a life outside tech. That's one that just does tech, 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 tech. Why? Because those conversations are actually more fun. There are some people... Yeah, on, guys, take your subs. On social media. There's <laughs> people on social media. Like, that is all the posts, like, closures and JavaScript yeah, nah, I think and it's time stuff. for you and to off like, your mic. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Chairman, it's a Sunday. At least, I don't know. <laughs> Can you, like, relax? So, I think people <laughs> that tech is just a part of your life and not the entire thing, I think they're actually more interesting. Like, you actually have better conversations with them and there's this thing of exploring other fields like sometimes if you explore other fields and you allow yourself to be more versed in other things that are not necessarily directly connected to your industry you kind of understand your industry better like you could bring other concepts and allow that influence what you're working on do you understand yeah yeah so um the notion of tech people being nerds, I mean, I could understand why people think so. In fact, I'm a living version. I don't think I have any normal t-shirt. Almost everything has one <laughs> or the other printed on it. And then I wear glasses, right? So, I mean, you, I could understand why people say that, but I also think it's a stereotype. There are people that, you know, they say, have you seen Simple Programmer? John Summers, that guy is a, he's a, <laughs> he's a gym head, like, he's ripped. He doesn't look like he codes at all, but I mean, 
he's a he's a tech person, but he just looks looks totally different than the way normal tech people look like. All right, stereotype number nine. Okay, and I think this is for um Lagos State Governor, so that he doesn't tax tech people. Stereotype <laughs> 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 number nine is tech is a short place to blow and make plenty money. And I just want to say this. I actually blame the tech people on Twitter. Yes, I actually blame you people. You people come online and flaunt your MacBooks and flaunt your workspaces. And now people are hitting me up saying, oh, Chuka, I want to get into, you know, how do I learn how to? Chuka, please, do you have any <laughs> courses on? And I don't know how to tell these people that. See, before you be able to get this workspace, it may take a while. This is not... Forex. Um, sorry, I, I think I should have said it. <laughs> but it may take a while. So people coming into tech for the money, Emmanuel, do you think they're doing it for the wrong reason? No, I don't think they're doing it for the wrong reason. Uh -huh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Why why I said so points. is because why I said so is because I think generally people have always thought that the only way to really be passionate about something is if you are just passionate about it. But okay. I beg to differ because mm. money is a good motivator for a lot of things. Though. Man, money is a like, huge motivator. Yeah, because, and I won't blame anyone because honestly, just like when there was oil boom and when banking sector was really like a thing, people were mm -hmm. moving there and probably got passion from chasing okay. money. So, I think it's it's not that bad. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, I kind of agree with you as well. Money is a huge motivator, and if you think like your motivation is money, you should totally go for it. But where I kind of disagree is money. Getting into it for money is probably not very sustainable. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because. I mean, you, before you make your first, we had a conversation, our last episode, we talked about um, employer-employee relationship, and we talked about some people's first salary. Imano, do you want to measure your first salary, your first job you ever did? God knows how much they no. paid you, but I don't know. You, should, you couldn't have bought up to five shawarma, I'm very sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I, think, I, mean, I think you could, but after that, yeah. nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean if you if you get in and you're not earning as much as you thought you were going to earn, do you think you're still going to pay? Or you're just going to work out and look for the next big thing? So yeah, I think money is a huge motivator to get into it, but I don't think that um thought is sustainable. That money, 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 money. So now is this a stereotype? Is tech a short place to blow and make plenty money? <laughs> or is it Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stereotype. <laughs> so of course, saying there's no plenty money you take. There is there is money, but it's it's potential money. Mm. It's not a straightforward place, uh oh yeah, write HTML code. Or <laughs> why am I shading HTML like this? <laughs> but it's not it's not it's not a straight path. It's it still requires normal qualities of making it, of being successful, like working hard okay. and being smart and, you know, being prepared for opportunities and stuff. So 
I, I'm not discouraging anyone who thinks there's plenty of money. There is, but you still have to pay your dues to get those to get those All rewards. Right. All right, All right. The listeners, have, you guys can hear Emmanuel now. The listeners have heard you. All right. Uh-huh. So on to our next and final stereotype. I think final stereotype is that tech people are introverted. So hmm. this one, yeah, it's kind of similar to the one where we, we think um, Nigerian, Nigerian tech people is only for young people or you have to be a nerd. So hmm. being introverted is just something that you have outside tech. Like it's, if you're in tech not, and you're introverted, it's because you were into... Yeah, exactly. It, it could have... Tech can foil that, but mm. tech wasn't the reason for it. You get So, for instance, mm. I would use Steve Wozniak and some other core prodigies as an, as examples. Like, those guys okay. would obviously stay at home because they, they could work on their, pro, their projects, like their computer projects and stuff. Doesn't mean that from birth or oh, it doesn't mean that the reason why they started staying at home was because of the computers i think okay. the reason why they started working on computers was because they stayed at home you get mm. so there are there are people who are introverted and when they are inside their house what they do is read books some of them is what they do they play games you get so i wouldn't say tech turns you to an introvert or for it to be in tech yeah. it means you were an introvert so yeah. but i think tech is a little more in- attractive to introverts than extroverts yeah. And I think I'm a huge like I'm a big proof of that. Because if you meet me outside, I am not an introvert and I'm into tech. So <laughs> I think you could you could you guys an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> but Emmanuel on the other hand, Emmanuel is an introvert, trust me. So I'm not an introvert though. Funny enough. <laughs> you, you are definitely Maybe I give vibes too. of introverts. <laughs> Maybe I what? give vibes of introverts, but I'm not I think I'm 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 somewhere between, but I'm more introverted than extroverted. Mm. So okay, yeah, okay. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode, and I'm just going to leave everyone listening to this with a side note, and that is how to solve this issue of stereotyping people and stereotypes. I think a big way to combat stereotypes is to just not assume. Try as much as possible. Not alone stuff. I know it can be hard. Trust me, I know it can be hard. But man, people already have a hard time getting to where they are and being who they are. So for you to just come and assume, oh, uh, you didn't strike me as a backend developer. Oh my god, you know Java, you code, but you're a woman. <laughs> and then I have friends that have really, 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 really gotten upset and pissed about stuff like this. Some of these stereotypes. Some of these stereotypes don't actually bother anybody. If you think I'm an introvert or not, that's a business. But some are actually really hurtful. I have a friend that um she's she's into hardware, she fixes hardware, fixes computers and laptops and stuff. And she usually goes, when people bring a laptop for her to fix, <laughs> they are they are so cautious. They always say, please don't spoil it all. I'm like, can you relax? If you gave your laptop to a man, you obviously wouldn't be like that. So stereotypes are actually really upsetting and they can be really annoying sometimes. So in yeah. in as much as, you know, society has painted this kind of picture in your head and this perception of a certain group of people or a person, 
try as much as possible not to assume, right? Don't just put yeah. people in a box by stereotyping them. That's that's yeah. very wrong. So that that's my side note. I think I'll add this. I think okay. to make things easier a bit for everyone, I think stereotyping is just something that happens naturally. Like it's not yeah. like you 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 have a diary where you write all these stereotypes. Uh, it's just uh, something that builds up over time. And I know that as as a person, definitely you, you may not be able to get rid of all your stereotypes. But one thing you should understand is that by getting rid of your stereotypes, you're actually making the world a bit more safe and peaceful for people to live in. Mm. So I think you should think about the reward of non-stereotyping people mm. so that it won't be it won't be too hard for you to get to. Yeah. When you yeah. see someone that you don't expect to be doing something, instead of stereotyping and saying, ah, so you do this, you can do more like, oh, when do you learn to do this? You get mm. so you should be more you should you should have more empathy towards mm. people. Mm. Right. So word, word, word. yeah. Emmanuel always says the wisest things. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, guys, we're rounding up this episode now. But before we do that, we have a big announcement to make. Yeah, um, announcement. It's not very big, big, but it we is. had I think one... it's big. It's big. <laughs> we had one of our humble, lovely, gracious listeners send us a voice note about uh, episodes. Um, she said, she would like to know when we release new episodes and so that she can stay updated and stuff. So we decided to create a newsletter and I think we're going to drop the link for that in the show notes. So we decided to create a newsletter. Yeah. Another way to solve this issue is just subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast, whether that's Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts so that you can always know when a new episode drops. Because if you're not following us on social media or you're not subscribed, you probably wouldn't know. And newsletter is another way to let you guys know. So we'll be sending updates and probably some other cool things in newsletter. Who knows? Another huge one. I think Emmanuel wants to take this one. Oh, okay. We'll start having guests on this podcast. So Yay. I think everyone will be excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll have guys, like we said in our first episode that we'll talk mm -hmm. about, we'll bring in guys who have done stuff, mm -hmm. great stuff for the taco system and they'll come yeah. and talk about the experience, talk about what they've done, you know, Definitely. just to spice things up. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to be having more people on the show to make the, the show more interesting, more fun, more insightful and more engaging. Yeah. Thank you everyone so much for listening to this episode. Remember, we release new episodes every other Wednesday and you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and every other platform that you get your podcast. So, see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.